Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you minxes of the moon, and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. As always, I'm Little Leah, and with me is fantastic wonderful blonde and sexy Carla. <laughs> Hi, Leah. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Well, you know, I'm recovered from COVID, so I'm feeling a whole lot better. Well, you know what? I hate to say it. That's what you get for licking all those poles. <laughs> <laughs> and a few other things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're recovered, so you're feeling well. Was it a horrible experience, a mediocre or fly by the seat of your pants? Okay, ready to take on the world kind of deal. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I had a, a couple of days of not feeling too great, body pain and stuff like that. A really bad sore throat. That that was that was probably the worst part. Um, yeah, but really all in all, not too bad at all. Well, I'm glad that you're recovered. How timely, because we kind of have a special announcement and we want you in tip top shape for this shit. Yes. I don't know if the ladies realize out there, all of our lovely listeners, but we're turning one soon, which means we're going to be taking off the training pants and putting on the big girl panties. And we're going to celebrate with labias and libations. Yes. Labias and libations is going to be an amazing online event where we get to hang out together. It's going to be on Saturday, March 26th at 6 p.m. PST. And we're just inviting you to come and hang out with me and Leah and have some fun. Yeah, it's going to be online via Zoom. You can register by sending us an email to radicalsexwitches at gmail.com. We're going to do stuff. I mean, you'll get to see us face to face. You'll get to see me being an asshole in real time. Carla, just like, you know, her magical vagina floating around the screen. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to meet, we, (laughs) depending on how many drinks in that we get to this. So if you send us an email, we'll send you all the details. And depending on how many people we have interacting with us, we're going to play different games. We want to get to know you. We want to meet your faces, say thank you, have some laughs. And we previously did this a few months ago with another group that we had, and it was hilarious and such a great time. It was so much fun. Yeah. So we really, really hope you join us. And so, yeah, send us an email to radicalsexwitches at gmail.com. And that'll also be in the show notes. Absolutely. Okay. Before we get too excited about getting drunk with our labias, um, today we're merging two of our favorite topics together, the moon and sex. We know that moon phases have different effects on our energy and behavior. So it makes sense that the moon can also affect our libido and desires. So this episode is to learn how to harness the moon, moon's energy for some great sex and better relationships. So let's get the ball rolling on our first question to like our resident expert of everything. Um, is there any scientific backing to what we're going to share today? It's a great question. So the answer is yes and no. Um, Yes, in that, you know, we know, of course, that our bodies are about 60% water and we know moon affects the tides. And um, there have been many published papers on actually how lunar cycles affect behavior, um, psychology and reproduction of animals and humans. Um, And then we also know that 
we have all had the experience where the moon has affected our energy. So, you know, I think we always need to remember that science is not like a fixed point or it's not a static determination. Um, We're always learning new things. And just because something hasn't been published in a paper doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And so many of the kind of witchy things, uh, things that we experience that relate to nature haven't really been, you know, scientifically studied, but that doesn't make them any less real. Um, and so anything that we've had a direct embodied experience of that hasn't been backed up by science is still valid. And so we're going to be talking about things today that, you know, some of it sciences had some opinion on and some of it they haven't, but it's all still real. Awesome. So, well, before we actually dive into every section of the moons and moons and its phases <laughs> and how to best get it on, well, it's probably kind of important to talk first about the moon and menstruation. Yeah, I thought this was a good place to start because this actually really connects very intimately with our sex, our sex drive. And, you know, we've talked, we've talked before um, about the moon and menstruation and And so for many women, their cycles really do sync up with the moon. And so the average menstrual cycle is about 26 to 35 days. And the lunar cycle is 29.5 days. I don't think actually lots of people know that. I think they think it's always like 28 days, but it's not. It's 29 and a half days. And so it's really possible for your cycle to align with the moon. And of course, before modern living with artificial light and all the things that we kind of do in our modern living, Many women menstruated during the new moon and they would ovulate on the full moon. But, and even today, there have been studies that have shown that more women menstruate during the new moon than any other time in the lunar cycle. So even with all of our artificial lighting and modern lifestyles and all of that, still, you know, we, we are very much connected to nature around us and still most women have their periods at the new moon. Do you? Well, I'm not menstruating anymore. Oh, so. Yeah. And my cycle was always really short. So um, it did not actually, I always had like a short cycle and because of that, then I'd always be offset. So occasionally it lined up, but not regularly. How about you? I have an IUD, so I haven't had a period in like mm, five years and it's been the best thing of my life. (laughs) I have to say the same thing about menopause. (laughs) (laughs) Even if I'm not getting laid, like it's supposed to come out this October and I'm just going to be like, put another one in like, I just, is something I don't think about. And when women are like, oh, my period, it always like in my brain triggers is a little weird because it's been such a long phase of not menstruating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so if you're listening and your cycle doesn't sync up with the moon or, you know, you have an IUD or you're not menstruating for whatever reason, it doesn't really matter. Like you can still use this information um, and you can still sync up, you know, your intentions with the moon and, and actually become attuned to, yeah, that relationship that you're having with the moon and the energy without the influence of your cycle. So it works with it and it works without it. So not to worry. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, we, if we remember, I'm sure Leah, you remember what it's like to have your (laughs) menstrual cycle. I'm sure you remember (laughs) that our energy is different throughout the cycle. And you know, depending on where we are, we might, you know, be more horny or we don't want to be touched. And we tell people to fuck off, you know, like it kind of, <laughs> de- <laughs> we can have those phases and that can be really linked, um, of course, to, to lunar cycles as well. Um, and so like, just coming back to this whole idea of, of, um, 
you know, you can do, you can really sync things up with the moon just based on intention versus your cycle. The, the whole idea in choosing to use a lunar cycle is, is to create and enjoy a sacred ritual that can make you feel more connected, more connected to nature, more connected to, you know, the cycles around us, um, more intimate with yourself or your partner, and just kind of closer to all of those rhythms. So that's really what this is about. Yeah. Important information. All right. Well, let's get started then. Since you brought it up first, let's talk about the new moon. This is when you don't see the moon at all, but really the moon appears black. And since it passes by earth on the same side as the sun, meaning it's unilluminated side faces earth. Yes. And actually today, the day we're recording is the new moon. That's right. Yes. So manifest with your vagina. (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) I said manifest with your vagina. Always. (laughs) It's like one of the most powerful manifestation (laughs) tools you got. Okay. So um, I already mentioned that this is the time when more women menstruate. And um, part of the reason for this may be because your melatonin levels drop. So it's melatonin is affected by light. And, um, you know, if your melatonin levels drop, of course, and your hormones are shifting. And so that might have something to do with it. Uh, Many of us experience our energy dropping, which is also due to our hormones. And the new moon is always associated with this time for release, for introspection and deep listening. Um, So it's this time where, you know, it's kind of, it's often referred to as like the fertile void. It's this opportunity to kind of go within and in the darkness and just sort of really um, seed or create whatever it is that you're wanting to really grow within that next lunar cycle. And for some women, um, some women, you know, when they have their periods, they're actually have way more turn on because their testosterone levels go up a bit and, you know, you have more blood flow, of course, in your genitals, and that can make everything more sensitive. And then for other women, it's the exact opposite, right? You have a preference get turned on when you have your period. I mean, I'm sure I remember a hundred years ago, a (laughs) hundred years ago, um, that there would be those horny phases, but now like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'll just, (laughs) Now it's just a Tuesday, you know, like, (laughs) but for me, probably at the same time though, like all the douchebags I dated probably wouldn't have been on board with like riding the crimson wave either. So it would have been shit out of luck. Yeah, Yeah, that's, you know, that's that's true. true. I I think for me, I I always have to be very comfortable with somebody to, to want to do. Yeah. It's not just like first date material. No, no. (laughs) But, you know, if there's it always is. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a keeper or a weirdo. I mean, there's a fine there's a fine line in there somewhere. <laughs> I just snorted. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, oh, now I've gone totally off track here. Yes. Right. But OK, let's see. <laughs> you know, you don't want to do it with someone else because it's just too messy and too weird or too whatever which it doesn't have to be, but if that is the case for you, you can always do things on your own. That's right. Yep. Your, your dildo does not care. (laughs) Your dildo will love you tomorrow. Your dildo (laughs) will not say, ew, that's gross. (laughs) And if he does, you can go wash his mouth out with soap afterwards, (laughs) (laughs) which you should be doing anyways. (laughs) You definitely should be doing anyways. (laughs) 
Okay, moving on <laughs> to finish up with the new moon. Um, this is really the time for introspection. Uh, it's a good time to have, be clear with your boundaries and also creating this excitement of a fresh start. So what you can do in this new moon energy is actually putting some intention into the kind of sex that you want to have in the month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe you're wanting to try something new. Maybe you're wanting, you know, maybe your libido has been really low and you're going to make a commitment to, you know, doubling the amount of times you, you self-pleasure or have sex or something like that. So the new moon's all about intentions and you can really harness that enter energy to, yeah, really put out, out into the universe, what it is you want sexually for the month ahead. Okay. Well, next the waxing moon where the, mo- where the, bleh, where the moon grows each night. And these are the little crescents. If people still don't know what we're talking about. Yes. That's right. So more, more moonlight every night. And this is, um, this is actually a time of like exciting high energy as a new cycle really begins. And, you know, if you're menstruating, this is the follicular phase. Um, if you are sync with the moon and often women experience like a heightened libido as their estrogen and testosterone increases, um, it's a really good time to get in touch with your own pleasure practice and, and take advantage of, feeling more sensual, more erotic and, and really using that energy. And so not kind of getting carried away by all the busyness of life and, you know, watching TV or whatever and subsiding all that, like use the energy, use the energy for good. Um, Um, it's also a time where we're in our brains, we're like, we're really connected to the more cognitive aspect rather than the emotional piece. So it's a good time to nourish the mind as well as the body. And so um, maybe like reading erotica or, you know, like really connecting to those creative pursuits and, and seeing how like your sexual energy might really inspire those things. So yeah, really being intentional with your, with your sexual nature, your sexual energy to, to, use that towards creating whatever it is that you like to create in the world. So it's also because it's this more cognitive time, it's a good time for communication with a partner about your sexual desires and maybe some more dirty talk or, you know, just being clear. What do you want? What do you want, Leah? (laughs) I know you looked at me like that. You're just like, what's coming? And I'm like, maybe I should stop myself. I don't know. Maybe it's the never. I know (laughs) that moment is gone and passed now. (laughs) What do I want? (laughs) <laughs> all the fingers bitch <laughs> hey <laughs> don't take a sip of your water while we're talking about these shenanigans it's not going to go well there, there's not all the, the mic muting in the world for the choking that's going to happen after that let's keep this ball rolling shall we we're going to go to the next phase a big one everybody has an opinion on it the full moon yes it's like the big O in the sky. It's the big O in the sky. I like that. Yeah, I just came up with that. I like that too. That's what I'm going to think now when I look at the moon, full moon in the sky, it's the big orgasm in the sky. Yeah. So, of course, if if most women are menstruating during the new moon, the full moon's the time when most women ovulate um, and desire levels tend to be high. And pheromones are released that make women subconsciously more enticing to others. And that's also been, you know, science has looked at that. But we just know that, that, you know, women are given off these pheromones like, hey, I'm interested. You that's know? me when I'm like, hey, I showered today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> um, yeah. So of course, with that big O in the sky, it's like the most light is beaming down at night. So it's a great time to shine light on your sexual desires. And so this is, this is the time for ritual, for sex magic, uh, tantric sex practices. So I should have uh, looked this up for everyone. You know, we did a, um, an episode on sex magic and we, you know, talked about different kinds of rituals and things like that. So full moon's perfect, you know, really right. powerful energy for, for all of that. It's a time where we tend to have more confidence. So it's a great time to be bold, try something new. And it's this peak of energy, energy and creativity and, and our more extroverted nature in the full moon. And, um, sleep is often affected. So, you know, instead of sleeping, you can have sex with yourself or a friend. That's right. Okay. And then, so we got to wind things down here with, I I always say this wrong, waning, wanting, waning. waning. Hey, Wayne. Yes, Garth. (laughs) The waning moon. (laughs) Yeah. So this is of course, when, when the crescents are going the other way towards uh towards darkness once again so this is the luteal phase um in a woman's cycle where estrogen decreases and progesterone increases and this is the time where there's a lot more emotional fluctuation uh you know pms getting pretty moody and you know interestingly you know i've read from several different authors and i i would tend to agree this agree with this that that you know, the moodiness, um, the, <laughs> the emotional emotionality that comes through at this phase, like before your period is actually the most authentic women are because their give a fucks have all run out and they're just pretty brutally honest. <laughs> I like that. Your give a fucks have run out. Yeah. Don't come to me with that bullshit. I have about this much ounce of energy left to give a shit about you. Yeah. So instead of kind of doing the usual things, which is sort of, you know, masking what we feel or just um, placating people and being nice and kind of swallowing our own emotions, we tend to, uh, the filter for many women comes off um, right before, right before menstruation happens again. That sounds like me at a night of drinking out at the bar, you know, and then I have to do an apology tour afterwards when I've sobered up after a couple <laughs> You know, after the shame is worn down, I'm like, oh, fuck, who did I make out with? Oh, God, I got to go back there. And now I got to say I'm sorry. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) 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 Yes, I am referencing a specific incident. And no, I have not been back in two months. So (laughs) apology tour is still yet to happen. (laughs) Yes, but it wasn't monthly. It wasn't monthly. That's right. (laughs) So, so for you, the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, so this is like the time where we need more rest and more nourishment. So, you know, baths and self-care and all those things. It's a time of introspection. And, you know, what is it that we need to let go of? <laughs> Might include annoying people in your <laughs> life at the time. Um, and what's good to know is that endorphins released from orgasm can really help with PMS and, Ooh, and depression yeah. in the blues. And uh, sometimes that might feel like the last thing you want to do when you're just feeling really emotional and gone on that roller coaster, but it might be the best thing that you can do. So, so self uh, pleasuring, um, you know, maybe sex with somebody is the right idea, but maybe doing it on your own. But um, those endorphins from the orgasm are really, really beneficial and uh, just kind of help you move through that waning moon energy, that decreasing flow of energy. 
Yeah. That's, you know, when's the last time you had an orgasm and you were sad about it afterwards? This is very true. I mean, maybe you were sad that it was over, but not because it happened. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it'd be really interesting to kind of chart. Um, yeah. If so, so to, to maybe like keep a, a moon diary, a sex and moon diary and kind of notice like, you know, you could rate different things like the quality of your orgasm, how much turn on you were feeling, what you felt like doing, and then noticing the patterns, the best way to actually get uh, clearer about how the moon affects you or how any of these things, these cycles really have an impact on you is to, um, to be observant and to, you know, I need to take notes because I forget everything in five seconds. Yeah. Um, me too. Yeah. So, you know, this, this may be, you know, you create a, a really nice journal, like a, your sex and moon journal, and it could be really interesting to notice over time. Yeah. What's your energy like sexually? Where's your creativity at, you know, different phases of the moon, what's the quality of your orgasm, like, you know, different phases of the moon, etc. And you probably will get some pretty amazing information. Um, if you, you know, take the time to do that over, I would say you'd probably need to do it for at least six months. Yeah, I would say so before you start seeing some patterns forming. And I don't know, maybe even for shits and giggles sake, have a little couple lines in there, what was going on in your life at the time too, because, you know, like, oh, I moved houses or got a new job or broke up with my boyfriend or the kids were just assholes today, whatever it was, right? Like those might be interesting to factor into, you know, how much pleasure you got when the, what phase of the moon, what phase of the moon <laughs> we were in those yeah. types of things. So, I mean, there's something you could really customize. Yeah. And this would be really fun to, you know, if, if a few of you got together and, and committed to doing this for over, you know, six months or something like that. And, you know, had some kind of like circle, you could do some kind of ceremonial circle to, to sort of, you know, initiate all of this and then, you know, meet up again after those months have passed and then compare notes. It'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that's a really cool science experiment. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do that with our second labias and libations party at some point. That's right. Maybe that's <laughs> the homework we'll give everybody. Oh God, no one's gonna hang out with us if they got fucking homework. I would. Well, we won't call it homework. I mean, like <laughs> sex moon homework. That sounds that's way better than any homework I got at in school. I love when the brave few actually send us a direct message or an email and they just like go into all the detail and I'll usually get it in the middle of the day when I'm swearing at somebody that I'm doing something for I'm like motherfucker. And then I open up one of these DMS and, you know, I read about like how you squirted one time and I'm like, this is amazing. And then I immediately screenshot it and send it to Carla and change her days too. So I can't wait. Sign up for our party. Come say yes. weird shit to us. We're not going to discriminate it. Again, ladies and libations will be on the 26th of March. Yes, and I can't. I can't I'm wait. So excited. There's going to be keep listening. We're going to like have little details. We usually have themes with our parties. You know, we have games. Maybe you'll win something. Maybe you'll end up never listening to our show again, but I fucking <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> I, I doubt it, too. <laughs> Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Woo! Yay! Anyways, next time on the Radical Sex Witches, we're going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary, but we're also going to be talking about the spring equinox because fuck you, winter. I'm little (laughs) Leah. And I'm Carla. We are the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. 
Hello, witchy listener, it's Carla here. If you're feeling disconnected from pleasure and unfulfilled in life, reach out to me and let's connect on a free call. I love helping women like you shift to owning your sexual power, reconnecting to your body, and finding your unique radical sex witch within. Go to CarlaWainwright.com or find my contact info in the show notes. Let's co-create a life for you that is truly turned on.